Hello and welcome back to the Living Hopeful podcast. Today's episode is going to be talking about mental health, specifically depression. So I just want to give a few trigger warnings before I start. Um, if depression, like talk, talking of depression, mental health, anxiety, suicidal thoughts or tendencies, if any of these trigger you, then I recommend that you click off and you don't listen to the rest of this episode. Um, yeah, but I really hope that this um, episode will give you more hope in God using you in the midst of your mental health, what God thinks about it, and just being able to live with it and hope that there is a better future. Um, yeah, I think that this is a really important conversation to keep going. I know that there are so many conversations out there about mental health and even mental health as Christians but I think that it's really important to continue that conversation especially since it's a big part of my testimony as well and what I have gone through and are going through but yeah I really think that I'll obviously talk about it way more in depth when I get into the episode but about how like the media social media um society the news with this raised awareness and talking about mental health that it's sort of become a gold-plated illusion that it's become I guess people don't like they understand what it is and they understand like the severity of it and everything but I guess it's like they they label any small little thing as mental health issues like a huge one that I have um, heard about and something that I don't um, struggle with is like OCD and like people being like oh I have to like have you know everything tidy oh I'm so OCD and that actually really um, deteriorates and input personalizes people who are actually struggling with OCD and I feel like it's the same with depression and anxiety and eating disorders and everything um so I really think that I don't know I really think that it needs to become more real even though like it is but I think people need to see the nitty-gritty of actually what it is to face mental health challenges and so they don't use the terms or treat it in a way that um is really hurtful to people who are like really struggling with it I don't know I feel like you guys will know what I mean um but yeah let's just get on with the little start bits of my episode um what has happened in my week this week um honestly I'm on semester break right now. It's my last week of semester break. I'm filming this on... I'm filming this. I'm recording this on a Friday afternoon. Um, so Monday I go back to uni. But I feel like I haven't had a break, eh? Like, I know that, like... I don't know, in the past, I've been able to have a little bit more of a break and I've been able to, like, break up everything because I'm not going to classes and everything. But I guess with my like I'm not like my classes I'm so tongue-tied I don't even know why I'm doing this right now because I'm exhausted because I literally just got off well got off work I clocked off work working from home things um yeah but anyway 
I feel like at my old job, I was able to go to that job and then like come back and then have that time to like the time away from work to just do what I want. But when I'm at home, when I'm working from home, it's like, I don't know, but like it's like I can't really clock off or like I'm like I'm working in the same place where I rest because obviously I'm in a flat I don't have my own office I'm just working from a desk from home so I feel like I haven't really had a break from anything also because I've still been interning I'm trying to ramp up my hours because I missed a few due to me when I had COVID um and also I started this new job and I'm in my second week and I'm working two days a week and it's been really cool I really enjoyed the work I think it's been there's actually so much going on in the Bay of Plenty and in Tauranga like so many events so many creative people so much stuff to get behind and it just gets me excited about I guess the future of my hometown um so that's been really cool I really I really am enjoying my job and my internship I like I handed in like my first big girl like marketing thing I had to do a proposal like a marketing strategy proposal for a campaign that my my um intern company were are having in September and I've been working on this proposal for about three weeks with so much feedback and I literally had I had like an hour zoom with my supervisor and she was going through everything and like give me feedback and criticizing every little thing and I was like oh my gosh like I can't do this like am I even able to like be a marketer like am I like am I even good enough to even have that knowledge but I know that it all comes with practice and it was my first time but I'm really happy with how it turned out and I have I'm pitching the meeting to the CEO on Tuesday which is going to be really scary and it's pretty much just going to be me because my I think we're having the meeting in person but my supervisor doesn't come into the office because she's pregnant and she's very just like COVID like I don't know wants to be really pretty for her baby and everything so it's pretty much just gonna be me in there she'll be on zoom but like it will be I don't know I'm really nervous about it but it's okay I think I'll be all right but um yeah and then like I don't have that much of a social life anymore I've realized um <laughs> I don't know I think just like my moving in church this, this, this is gonna be a long episode I don't know already guys um but I think since my moving in church moving churches and then like not being around the young adults as much at my old church which I was around so much last year like I'm still friends with most of them but obviously there's some of them who have just been like I don't know just like the change in season for me hasn't really um meant that they've transferred over in my life if that makes sense like nothing to do with him as a person um anyway and so yeah I feel like I just have no social life anymore but it was really fun because um last night um me and two of my fat mates we went to go get we needed to go get a few things from the warehouse and stuff so we went over and then 
we randomly decided to go pick up my sister and our friend Zane and we went out, had Maccas and then we went lime scootering down the mount at night and it was so fun. It was like my first proper time on a lime scooter and I really enjoyed it except mine like died halfway through and it was like going so slow and then all the others I didn't know why it was going so slow and all the others were like zooming ahead of me and I'm like why is it going so slow and then I looked down and it was like low battery I'm like uh and so I had to drop it and then I like went to go find another one it was a whole thing um yeah and of course two of my two of them forgot their um fpos cards so I had to pay for them but it's fine <laughs> I was like the whole time I was just scared that like the, the lime scooters were just gonna like stop because my account had run out of money um anyway but it was just such a fun night but I'm pretty sure someone I was like um like the girls Cassie and um Courtney and Jess I don't know where they were I think they were behind us or they went around somewhere and me and Zane were just going and then this car passes and I swear they called out my name and I was like who the heck is that like I know like one person who lives in this area but it wasn't their car I don't know it was weird so now I'm like who the heck called out my name anyway um yeah, that's been my week, so let's get on to what... I feel like so many of these I've always taken from the sermons that were preached at church the previous week, but I don't know. It's just how God's been speaking for recently. Anyway, so it's, yeah, it's from a message that Pastor Luke um, preached last week, um, and... Yeah, he was talking about Peter um, and about when Jesus renamed him from Simon Peter to Peter um, and how that gave him a brand new identity. Um, Like, the meaning of names was so huge back then and, like, I feel like we don't really our culture and us like we don't really like have a big thing behind names like it's like oh this name sounds cool I'm gonna name my kid that I don't really know all I know is that I was named after um an author I think um my first name at least so does it have that much meaning uh I don't know um my mum can testify to that um what does my name actually mean what I know it's something to do with this is so off topic oh my gosh um oh my gosh the first the first thing that popped up when I typed when I typed Danielle was um that artist bear baby I'm like I'm okay okay there we go (laughs) um the meaning of Danielle is God is my judge um which I think is really this is getting to a place by the way um oh ambulance (laughs) living on a main road and recording my podcast not the best of friends anyway um I think it's really relevant for me because one gifting that has been brought out of me and something that I really noticed and people have really commented on is how I'm the most non-judgmental person this is me not being prideful this is just like my like my educated guesses and assumptions of myself from other people and what they say and obviously what God says and stuff um anyway and so I really do pride my not pride myself oh man um you guys know that my intentions are good (laughs) um 
I do know that God is my judge and that God is the only one to that has authority to judge. And so I think my name has more meaning than I think. I'm actually having this revelation right now that even though, like, in society, like, the meaning of our names aren't really, you know, a big thing, that actually God called me Danielle and put the gifting of being really non-judgmental in my life for a reason oh this is great i i love this praise god anyway um but back to peter about how when he was renamed the re peter means rock um and so him being like a firm foundation of faith him being like super stable and everything but then obviously later he goes and denies jesus three times and is really unstable in his faith um but obviously jesus knew this um and jesus knew obviously knew that he was going to deny him but jesus made a specific decision that because of peter's revelation of who he is he was to be renamed um to mean solid dependable and chosen by god even though he knew he would fail him like even though jesus knew exactly what peter was going to do and how he was going to completely contradict what his name now means he still chose to um to name him that anyway and have that as his identity anyway um because of the revelation that peter had had of him being like you are the son of god and what this taught me and what god revealed to me through this is that despite my failings and my shortcomings and my sin which god knows what i'm gonna do um that my identity doesn't depend on them that my identity isn't defined by my shortcomings or my failings that um yeah god has called us each by name he's chosen us um and just how i literally was just talking about my name that god called me someone that is non-judgmental and has put god as the highest authority in my life and um someone who knows that god is the only one who has authority to judge even when i don't put him at the top of my life even when i stray away from him even when i might judge someone else like it doesn't depend on that like i don't know like it's just it's just so crazy how god sees the best in us and he knows everything that's going to happen yet he sees the best in us and he calls us by that um he called peter a rock even though he knew he was going to deny him three times like he calls us his children he we we called his beloved we called the the i don't know um like his creation his treasure like all of this stuff even when we don't act like it anyway i thought that was really cool and i think that that really um i guess cemented my worth and who i was in the midst of failings so i hope that encouraged you 
Now let's talk about God's place in our mental health. I want to be transparent. I have tried to record this bit of the episode. I think this is my my fourth time. In all honesty, one of the times I was interrupted by this random guy being like, where's the retirement village? Because I live close to a retirement village. And it like it's weird because like the signing outside our house makes it look like we're the retirement village. But we're not. I promise. I live in an actual house. Anyway, um, before I dive into this, I just want to reiterate my trigger warnings. Um, if any talking about mental health in general, depression, anxiety, self-harm, suicidal thoughts or tendencies, if any of these trigger you, then I do urge you to stop this episode um, for the for your best for the what's best for you yeah anyway um anyway so what is my experiences um I have gone through mental health a lot and it's been something that I have struggled with for the majority of my life um the first time that I remember being in a counselor's office was when I was 11 but all I remember from that is drawing a mountain and I think I drew me right at the bottom I can't remember anything. That was that was a weird time. Anyway, um, but I think growing up being severely bullied that um, really enforced a lot of negative thinking into my life, as well as a few other things, which I'm not going to talk about because I'm still going through it with my counsellor. Um, but yeah, the whole bullying thing definitely had a major part to play in my mental health. And then as I grew older, um, I started having like struggling with anxiety and depression and so anxiety is something that has always been there in the back of like the back of everything but hasn't become a real problem until recently probably over the past couple of years where I've had panic attacks which have been really scary um yeah been at points where I couldn't breathe where I couldn't move where I was shaking so much um, which is really scary and something that, yeah, and people say that they're struggling with anxiety. I, my heart's just break for them because it's so hard and it's so, yeah, it's just terrible. Um, but yeah, but my panic attacks normally happen in church setting, whether that's in a conference or, um, when I was, when I was leading at youth, whether it was there or whether it was at church. Um, or whether it was like in a small group. Um, I remember having one recently, probably the most, not the most recent one I had, the one that really sucked, that really sucks in my mind was we were all over at, all those young adults were over at our pastor's house, um, or like having like a pizza dinner thingy. Um, and I was telling my new friends because I don't haven't really known these people for a while but I was telling them about my weird flat and how we have a poster of one of our other friends Andre just hanging in our lounge and he has his shirt off and he's like looking through the like looking through some flax I don't really know how to explain it it's really weird um I don't approve any of my flatmates are hearing this I do not approve. <laughs> anyway, and then so I, he's like, do you have a photo? I'm like, yeah, yeah. So I showed him the photo. He's like, oh, did you just have that? Um, I'll be like, you're, like you're the creepy, like you're the, you know, you're the psycho, blah, 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 blah. And he went over joking and I was like, 
oh no. And I just got super insecure and I didn't get a sarcasm and I started panicking and then I couldn't talk to them for the rest of the night and now I think he thinks that I hate him, which I don't. (laughs) Oh man. Um, Anyway, Um, but it's fine. But yeah, definitely happens in church settings a lot, but I think that's definitely a result of God's like calling on my life and I guess the whole thing about the enemy only attacks what he sees as a threat and so if we are undergoing attack which can happen also in the in the form of mental health struggles that the enemy sees us as a threat which means that we are important and we do have purpose and I want to encourage you that because we can all the time we could so often see in our depression that we don't have purpose that we don't have worth but if the enemy is attacking us then the enemy sees us as a threat because we're on god's side like how crazy is that that's been something that has definitely got me through um but yeah and then my depression is something that i have struggled with more um just feelings of sadness that I can't explain and then that when I'm in a really bad depressive state I am exhausted all the time I can't get out of bed most of the time um I can still function sort of um but yeah and then I guess I just get so there's so many negative talk and thoughts that overwhelm me and in those moments I feel hopeless I feel worthless like I just like feel like everything's crumbling down that there's no purpose and no point and then that leads to me feeling like I want to like I have these suicidal tendencies and thoughts and then also my very very low self-worth and self-esteem which has been something that's been pointed out to me as something that has affected every part of my life and that I need to really work on um but it's definitely caused me to be like I don't deserve anything more than to hurt myself or to not be here anymore that really got deep oh my gosh um mom if you watch if you're listening to this because I think you are I'm sorry but this is just what you get when you listen to my podcast because she told me the other day that she was listening and I was like okay (laughs) anyway um but in my mental health uh journey I have always believed that God will use me when I got out of it but he couldn't use me in the midst of it that he couldn't um yeah that God and mental health are two completely different planets that don't collide at all but in actual fact God uses us um in the midst of our struggles and that he works best through our weakness which is something that I'm going to talk about a lot in my next episode so I'm not going to talk about it too much but a quote I found from the purpose-driven life by Rick Warren is that other people are going to find healing in your wounds other people are going to find healing in your wounds other people are going to benefit and learn from and find healing in your past struggles and what you've gone through so that there is purpose in our pain because um 
I know that when I get out of this that I will have learned so much and I would have got so much insight and coming from someone who has gone through what they're going through I can help others who are going through mental health struggles um, to get through it and for them to find healing because I've gone through it and it's so different hearing encouragement and hope from someone who has gone through it compared to from someone who has no clue what you're going through and I think we all have been there where people have tried to encourage us and been like oh you're going to be okay but I'm like you actually don't know um so yeah I definitely find um hope in that because I know that there have been others who have gone through mental health struggles that are now helping me get through mine and a massive one for me is Jazz Thornton which she's a mental health advocate in New Zealand um, and someone who has personally um, her work and what she's doing and her story has really helped me and really given me hope and I think as someone that yeah has he, she has helped so many people she is incredibly um talented in the way with her words and in the way that she tells stories and everything and how she advocates for people with mental health um so yeah people like that um really help and even just people in my life who have gone through similar things and are now thriving and everything just hearing their story of oh I was struggling with depression or I am or whatever and then like I guess seeing them coming out of the side and one of these people is Jess who I had on my podcast a while ago um, but someone who I've definitely seen throughout her journey of that and she's come out the other side and I'm seeing her thriving and I'm seeing her just so much happier and everything and then that gives me so much hope that that can be the same for me and then you can do that for other people which is so inspiring and so incredible um, but before I go I just want to go quickly through um, the story of Elijah and 1 Kings 19 and just pull out three quick um, points as to what God does for us in our depression um, I don't think I'm going to read the whole thing but I'm going to read some of it um, where is my bible um, yeah but uh I hope that this so far has been something that um, has inspired you or encouraged you if you're currently going through it um, because I think that real life testimony um, is the biggest encourager um, obviously apart from God's word and everything anyway that was me stalling I've got the passage now um, I'm just going to quickly read it so 1 Kings 19 verses 1 to 9 when Ahab got home, he told Jezebel everything Elijah has done, including the way he had killed all the prophets of Baal. So Jezebel sent this message to Elijah. May the God, God strike me and even kill me if by this time tomorrow I have not killed you just as you killed them. Elijah was afraid and fled for his life. He went to Beersheba, a town in Judah, and he left his servant there. Then he went on alone in the wilderness, traveling all day. He sat down other, under a solitary broom tree and prayed that he might die. I have had enough, Lord, he said. Take my life, for I am no better than my ancestors who have already died. 
Then he lay down and slept under the broom tree. But as he was sleeping, an angel touched him and told him, Get up and eat. He looked around, and there beside his head was some bread baked on hot stones in a jar of water. So he ate and drank and lay down again. Then the angel of the Lord came again and touched him and said, Get up and eat some more, or the journey ahead will be too much for you. So he got up and ate and drank, and the food gave him enough strength to travel 40 days and 40 nights to Mount Sinai, the mountain of God. There he came to a cave where he spent the night. This really shows that God does show up in our depression because anxiety, and because, sorry, because Elijah literally prayed to him, like, I want to die, like, take me. Um, so three things that I found through that passage that God does for us in our depression is that God comforts, provides, and reminds. God comforts us through his presence with us and his character towards us. God comforted Elijah in the same way that he provided because for Elijah, that's what he most needed. Elijah needed sleep and food and drink. And sometimes that's all we need too. We need to just have a quick nap have some food, hydrate, and we get in a better mindset and we are able to have some more hope and be able to, um, I think, not be as paralyzed by our depression or mental health struggle. Um, He has comforted many others in scripture. There is countless stories where God comforts um, those and he continues to comfort us today. Um three ways that yeah three ways that we can be comforted through him uh well comforted by him sorry is through spending time with him through communion with him through reading scripture and through prayer through getting closer to him we are comforted by his character and this story shows and many others show that god doesn't just leave us in the pit of despair he is there with us which is such an encouragement that even um, our points of hopelessness or our points of our really low points in our mental health God doesn't um, abandon us um, even through the valley of the shadow of death I will not forsake you oh my gosh what is it it's Psalm 23 verse 4 I think it is um, let me find it Just give me a moment. Um, Psalm 23. Yeah, even when I walk through the the darkest valley, I will not be afraid for you are close to me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. He doesn't leave us, even in the midst of our darkest valley. Okay, in our depression, God provides through rest and replenishment. For Elijah, this was through sleep and food. Um, and God provides us with rest and replenishment so that we can continue the journey. He doesn't leave us fending for ourselves in such a heavy place. And we need to trust that God will provide you, you with what you need for the journey, which um, is really shown in the story. Um, and that God is our ultimate provider. And we just need to know that even in these really heavy times, God will provide for us. And the last thing that he does is he reminds us of the plan and purpose he has for us. For Elijah, God told him to stand on the mountain and there he spoke to him about going to anoint Hazel to be king of Aram. 
God doesn't disregard our purpose in life when we are going through mental health trials. He uses us despite this, so only through his strength we can continue. And I found this to be such a great opportunity to exercise true reliance on God and his strength. I really hope that this episode encouraged you, that it gave you a little bit more hope, that it really opened up the conversation about mental health um, and faith and being a Christian um, and struggling with mental health. Um, Yeah, honestly, if you um, are not doing very well, I do urge you to get help um, to I'll I'll leave um, helplines and resources or anything in the description of this podcast Um, but please don't give up because God has more for you there is a light at the end of the tunnel which is shown through Jesus defeating the grave and dying to like yeah winning the I'm so tired I'm so sorry but God um coming back to life again after he died on the cross shows that he has the bad he has a victory over all our struggles including our mental health struggles so um take that today um and if you are struggling please get help um and talk to someone about it because you you aren't alone in this um please feel free to message me um or email me or whatever um because i am here for you as well um so just remember that um but yeah i hope you have an incredible rest of your week and i will talk to you next week